of Spill the Tea. I am here with the one and only Frank the Fucking Tank, as usual. Not really usual. Every once in a while. How's it going, Frank? So, you didn't play my intro. I, I fucking forgot about the intro, because we were focused on the other shit we're going to going into. But Hold on. Put the intro in. Fucking A, here comes the intro. Go, 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 It's your birthday. Jesus, here we are. 2021, first episode 2021. We're actually wrapping up this season. So this is going to be called the season finale. So we might take a week break. We might not. It depends on what y'all want to do. Um, yeah, so it's Friday. Is it Friday? It is Friday, right? Yeah, it's not it's Tuesday. Um, it is Friday. So I've been reading things. People have been sending me things about this new app called Clubhouse. Now, we just tested out Clubhouse, and I think it's complete garbage. So, for those of you on Clubhouse right now, fuck you, it's trash. I don't like it. Everyone thinks they're the most educated, Harvard fucking sent, whatever the hell you want to call yourself, influencer. They're not even influencers. Well, it's like when they go up on stage, they're like, I was in the Wall Street Journal, I went to Princeton, like, I'm verified on Instagram, like, who cares? Yeah, they just start flexing on everyone. I'm like, what, are you wearing a Rolex now, too, or, like, what's going on? But um, most of the people we heard talk were flexing where they went to school and their education. And they were using, like, business jargon, like, just randomly. Like, it didn't fit into context. Like, they were just randomly talking, and then they would just, like, flex something, like, business-related. So, should we play, like, a little clip for them? Let's do just, it. Okay, here we go. Insert clip here. The Manhattan Bridge, New York, guess what? It's going to be a line coming from the bottom of the Manhattan Bridge. That's where they're going to get it from. They don't care where they got to get it from. So, they convince you to think that you have to go through these platforms to flourish. And that's bullshit. As long as you have a product... It's in demand. You can sell that shit, pump that shit out of anywhere you want to pump it from. Like, I don't care about having 2 million listeners if only 100,000 is buying my shit. I'd rather focus on the 100,000. That's it, because the 100,000 is buying my t-shirts, my hats, my, my, my gloves, my, my coffee mugs. They buy all that shit, so they're making money, you know, around the, around the clock. So it's like, they get you conditioned to thinking that you're trying to have everybody. You would never have everybody, ever. So the numbers are inflated. So it's like, okay, yeah, well, you got two trillion streams. But who wouldn't stream your shit that many times if the shit is free? You know, I wouldn't stream either, but uh, I'd rather focus on the 100,000. <laughs> Anyone hear that guy, that random guy, just chime in? But for explain how, like, the Clubhouse thing works, like how you got into Clubhouse and how that how that kind of works. So, it's a voice-centered, like, social media platform. So, there's no, like, pictures. There's no text. Like, it's completely voice. But there is a picture. Well, like it's a profile, profile picture. But you don't, like, it's not like Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. Like, so you have a profile picture and you have a bio. That's it. Like, you can't type anything. You can't DM anybody. Like, it's literally just all audio. So, what was the name of that one we just joined? Because that was a little audio clip we played. 
Was it un uneducated or something like that? No, oh, I forgot. Uneducated influencer on stage or no, something like that. No, 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 it was like the. <clears throat> See, I don't know because like. Let me go look. I can go look. So he's gonna go back and look, but uh, this is. Oh, it's called degrees don't equate to success. That was very the name true. Of the chat. So the what the guy was talking about is like before after he said. Yeah, before or after the hundred thousand. No, the hitman. Didn't oh, okay. Hit so man? this this dude gets on stage and he goes, well, first of all, I was a hitman." <laughs> like out of nowhere, didn't even say his so, education. So people or anything. were like, "I was featured by the Wall Street Journal. I went to Harvard." This man just gets up on stage and he's like, "I was a hitman." <laughs> out of nowhere, and I was like, Frank and I busted out laughing because I I didn't even know where that came from. It was out of nowhere. And it's like right when we joined the call, like within like. Four or five seconds of us yes. getting in this room. He was oh like, my gosh, I'm a dude! <laughs> Literally, this app called Clubhouse is the strangest thing I've seen. I thought it was something where people could talk about random stuff, which like, is true. Is, it is random. Yes, but most of it, everyone's flexing their education. And I went to Harvard. I went to Princeton. All this other garbage that I don't give a shit about because, mm-hmm. like, the guy that was explaining. Um, he goes, I have over a, I have over a thousand influencers like that follow me mm-hmm. and all this other crap. And it's like I and he's like, I helped and donated all this to that, this, that, and this. It's like, dude, you're really coming on here just to flex on people? Mm-hmm. Like why are you on here? So I'm grilling you now because fuck you and uh and your education that you probably do have, but you know what? I don't think your degree means a whole lot. Like unless you're Bezos or what's the dude that made fucking Apple? What's his name? Steve Jobs? Yeah. Unless you're those two people or Zuckerberg, which Zuckerberg's not in the greatest situation right now. But uh, <laughs> let's just say Instagram is going down. But um, unless you're creating a monopoly like that, you're really not that big. But I think like what they said, because someone else, remember when we were listening, I think made a good point. Like it's not like they learned in college. It just opened up more doors. Like I think that's true. Because remember he's like, there's people in high school it's not that they're not as smart as the people in college, but they have, like, one door open for them or only a couple options what they can do. Whereas you go to college, like, multiple doors open for you, and there's, like, more possibilities. Like, exactly. I agree with that. Like, oh, 100%. Because I know people who didn't go to college, and they're way smarter than I am. But if I you're, agree. Like, but if you're flexing, like, they came on flexing because they went to college. Some people, not everyone on here, there's some people that were just telling it how it is. You know, they went to college because, mm-hmm. like they said, open more doors. Whereas that one chat room we got into, there were like how many other people? Like nine or something. Yeah. And um, they were all photographers. And one guy yeah. was like an art, something with art in Chicago. So yeah. he lived in Chicago. So he yeah. was real, like real deal. Yeah. And these other people are like, yeah, I just shoot shit. Okay. Well, you can't call yourself a professional photographer just because you bought a camera at fucking Best Buy. Okay. So you got the Nikon fucking FJ3000, whatever. Anyone can spend, I could become a photographer. Anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. Photography, in my mind, isn't something that you need to be certified to do. I feel like anyone can hold a camera. Anyone can press the button. I feel like like your perspective is different. Like, I think that's what makes people different is, like, everyone can operate a camera. But it's the same as, like, just because you can turn on an oven, that doesn't make you Chef Ramsay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Some people do think that, though. I know. But you know what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah. I think it's the same concept for the camera. Like, I could have a $5,000 camera... But I'm not going to operate it as good as, you know, New York Times photographers or something like that. But how do you call yourself a professional photographer at age 20? Because that first kid was like, right off the bat, he started. He goes, I'm a professional photographer. 
I'm 20 years okay, old. Okay, I'm going to start this off by saying I think there are 20-year-olds who are professional photographers. Because look at yes. like those cooking shows with like Gordon Ramsay yes. again, but they're like 10, and 10. they can cook way better than me. Yes. But with that being said, yeah, I think it was more so just like a flex, you know. He's like, I have 10,000 followers on Instagram, this and that. Yeah, he said like, he was verified too. I'm like, like hmm. to me, like, that doesn't really matter. Like, I think your, photogra- your photography should speak for itself. No, you, you know? had you had a Twitter account not too long ago. I remember when you ended your account, mm-hmm. but you had a very big following, mm-hmm. but decided to end. I mean, you can flex it on here if you want. If you mm-hmm. want to share the name, you don't have to. But uh, how did you like gain that following? It was just by being authentic. Uh, the whole root of the cause why we started it was because my parents were going through a divorce. And I used it as a coping mechanism. I love sports. I love football. The account was focused on that. And I just had like a very authentic message. And I think it really resonated with a lot of other people. And it kind of just grew organically. Like when I started it, I thought it would, you know, maybe gain a little traction, like 100 followers or whatnot. But like you said, when we shut it down, it was somewhere around like 120,000 followers on Twitter. So it's pretty significant. But I don't start conversations by saying, you know, this is how I yeah, got it. You know exactly. I mean? like, You're not up here flexing, oh, I had 120. Because, you know, to me, like, you learned about that by you got to know me. Like, I don't feel... Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. if I would have not known you, I would have never known that. But would that matter? Like, if I started a conversation... Like, I feel like if I would, like, start a conversation with you, like, hey, like, I was the creator of X that has 120,000 followers on Twitter. Like, to me, I don't really think that matters. Like... No, you don't see me out here going, yeah, I was like fucking 2,000 followers away from being verified oh. on Vine. Like, I'm not going to go and flex that because, like, mm-hmm. I knew what I had. I know that Vine's no longer, you know, mm-hmm. and Twitter's slowly on its way out along with Instagram. But, you mm-hmm. know, Facebook's still around because of everyone who's 70 years and older would love to use it mm-hmm. and then like your photos on fucking everything. So mm-hmm. there's Clubhouse. And how explain, like, the premise behind Clubhouse. Like, how does it work? So when you get download the app, what happens? Yeah, so you download the app and you and you like log in. It's like a it's like a you know sign up or whatever. Um, but the creators haven't opened it up to like everybody. So it's like this exclusive club because you get to like reserve your name. Like you reserve you know spill a tea. I reserve my handle. Um, but in order to get in the app, you have to know someone already in Clubhouse. So you have to like know someone to get in to get early access. Um, so in order to like get in, like anyone listening or even you, the position you're in is you're just reserved your handle. You're not in because you don't know somebody who has an invite or exactly. like me, I don't want to give well, you yeah. my invite. Yeah, you're not going <laughs> to give me the invite. I already know this. He's not going to give me the invite. You know, this is the last episode on the show, but, uh, no. I have, I only have <laughs> Just starts one. grilling him. He's only got know. one. He's saving it for his mother, but you know what? We're here. Um, like you said you didn't want to go on it. After what you just listened to? I don't know. I just listened to, like, how long did we listen for? Like an hour? Yeah. Which is crazy because didn't it feel like it was like 10 minutes? But we're just like laughing at... But I was dying laughing. Like, the first part kind of annoyed me because if I get on this app and I'm like, oh, this is going to be like something funny as hell. Like, I thought it was a comedian thing because I know comedians right now that are on Clubhouse. That's how I saw it. Mm -hmm. It's from like other influencers and they're like, oh, go follow me on Clubhouse. You know, so I was like... All right, I'll try it. You know, you gotta you gotta take that step and go onto a different platform. Mm-hmm. But that's why I decided to go on. And then I didn't know that I didn't know that until yesterday. So I downloaded the app prior. Mm-hmm. I just never logged in. 
So I was I was kind of confused. I'm like, what is this? You know, I was reading through it. Like, how I even found out? Like, how did you find out? Because I don't even know how I found out about it. Like, I found out from Instagram. It's kind of like underground right now. I found out from Instagram and someone I follow on Instagram, who's also another podcaster, Uh where I got ideas from, and it just said, "Go follow me on Clubhouse." I'm like, okay, yeah. What's Clubhouse? Kind of sounds cool, you know. But so I tried to get on there and. You like he said, you have to reserve a username and then you have to be invited. Mm-hmm. So how do I know when my username has gone through? You'll get a text like me. One of my friends at school, she was on the app and she used her one invite at me. So I got a text and it said, "Lauren, so and so invited you to Clubhouse. Like, go on <laughs> now." And you go on the app and it like welcomes it just you. Goes. On. Yeah. Instead of, like, that pending message. See, now, if I were to get on, I don't even know who I would invite. I would probably just save it. See, that's how I feel. Like, I want to give it to you. And I've also heard, like, if you're on the app for, like, a week or two, you get, like, more invites. So you don't just get one. But, okay, like, well, maybe just try it out and see what happens in a week. Oh. <clears throat> but I would get on. You want my invite? I want your invite. Uh, no, but I don't even know if they're going to give me the username. What if I don't get my username? You will. I'm going to be salty if I don't get my username. If someone already has Spill the Tea out there... And no, you... they won't let you reserve. So if you reserve at Spill the Tea and it let it go through, that means you got the username. Like, I got the username FTK. Yes. Literally three letters. FTK. My That's initials. awesome. Yes. Okay, yeah, I didn't know because, like, I didn't know if that was a guarantee or not. Stay tuned for part two. You're getting in the invite. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're getting the invite. So <clears throat> my idea for Clubhouse for me is to get a bigger following. So maybe join these, like, the smaller mm-hmm. chats and, like, try and branch out. And, like, maybe these people would do, like, a, you know how Brandel and I were going to try and do that? Yeah. The call like that. Or, like, you can actually record a Zoom call and put it into this platform mm. and it'll record it and put it on here. Um, but, again, I don't know how that would work with monetization and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff that gets wrapped up and kind of shoved under, under the table. But uh, this sponsorship's coming to a close pretty quick here for me. Mm-hmm. So they're going to end up hopefully giving me another sponsorship, but you never know with uh, Anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, Spotify is still going to be there. Uh, Pandora hasn't even gotten back to me. They said six to eight weeks. That was probably like six weeks ago, so that's got to be coming close. But uh, iHeartRadio was almost instantaneous. It was like the next week. They're on it, man. Yeah, they were they were on the ball. Um, cool thing with Anchor is they, they disperse everything for me. That's why I like this. So I don't have to dink around going to different platforms you know how it works there's some apps that just do it for you and uh that's like everything we do today like why make it harder when you can make it easier Mm -hmm. like i don't know but uh clubhouse not really a fan right away until we hit that last segment with Mm -hmm. that guy who said he was like what did he say he was a hitman a hitman when he said he was a hitman i was like all right i'm invested we're gonna be listening and then you look at the profile picture because it shows like, yes. you like who's talking, so then it allows you to go because you can link your Instagram and your Twitter account. Oh, so you didn't you, say that. I oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. this is all on their profile. Okay. All on your profile, yeah. So you can't text anybody on the app. You can't DM anybody. You can't send shit. All you can do is talk. But you have your like profile that's like your bio, your picture, and then you can link it to your Instagram or Twitter or both. What I want to know is what famous people are on this already. Oh, there's tons. Like I want to see, I want to hear them speak because you're hearing them speak live. Yeah, like, like so I what, feel like that's cool. No, like, like I don't know. And you can ask them questions. Like that guy said, Damon from Shark Tank is on here, and he hosted a room the other day. That's awesome. And you can ask yeah. him questions, or like Mark Cuban was on here, another Shark Tank. 
But there's, like, also athletes and people on here, I guess. So there's people like that. But then, like, what we ran into is these people who think Just, they're celebrities or... They you know, think they have, like, a following that's, like, maybe they do have a big following, but it's like, I've never heard of you. Yeah. Like, I, I watch sports every single day. I go on ESPN. I go on Twitter. I go on Instagram. I've never heard of you. You're mm-hmm. obviously not that big. And, uh, which, like, kind of brings me into my next thing is I recently just went to a comedy show. Now, yeah, I didn't hear about this. So this is at the Skyline in Appleton. It's called Skyline Comedy Club. It actually was on, um, it's actually on TikTok, Skyline. Really? So, uh, a couple comedians that were super funny have been, like, they've had very famous people go to Skyline. From, like, Comedy Central? Yes. Okay. So... I don't know if it was Dave Chappelle or a couple other ones, but they've mm. been on. They've been to Skyline. People watch them live here in Wisconsin, so mm. it's, it's crazy. But uh, <clears throat> what I was saying before is this uh, this comedian, his name is Samuel J. Comro, mm-hmm. and we went and saw him because he was a headliner. He mm. said he was on America's Got Talent. Oh, dang. And um, so that's how we went to see him, and he had two other people paired with him. Yeah, sure. Now... I didn't watch America's Got Talent before this. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend had seen it and said he was pretty funny, so that's why she got the tickets. Blah 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 goes on. Um, but anyway, he was he was funny until like so these two comedians go first. These two guys are hilarious. They're the opener. Yeah, no, they're so what had happened is there's um, a host, right? Yeah. So host yep. gets up there. He explains, you know, we have Samuel J. Cameron yep. and all these other yep. people. Yeah, whatever. And uh, he gave his own little, like, he took yeah. it into his own hands and was like... Yeah, they do that. Yeah, the hosts, like, when they introduce the people, they do it on the cruise ship, too. Same, okay. Same thing. <laughs> the weirdest thing was, is he was making himself laugh. So he was making himself laugh. He would tell a joke, no one would be laughing, and he'd just bust out laughing. Well, no, that's the thing, though, because this happens once again on the cruise ship. Like, sometimes the host is funny, but sometimes they're awful. He was awful. Yeah. And then that happens. Like, everyone is quiet, and then they're like, all right, exit stage his, left. His, like, his biggest joke was that he had tits, this man. That was his biggest <laughs> did, joke. Did he have tits? He did, in fact, have tits. Okay. Um, <laughs> but this man thought he was funnier than he actually was. Um, he started decent, and like, oh, yeah, he got a couple laughs here and there. And um, he joked about, like, the elevator. So, like, the elevator at Skyline Comedy Club only holds four people. And it's very tiny. It's like oh, okay. stepping into a, like a, a bathroom, like a half bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like it's very small. And um, I didn't see the sign because when you walk in, it said due to COVID restrictions, four people in the elevator at a time, mm-hmm. which probably only could fit six people. Mm-hmm. So there were four people in the elevator and the elevator doors open. We walked up. I was like, all right, let's go up. I didn't read the signs. Like I'm oblivious when we go to new places. I'm just fucking looking all around, mm-hmm. not reading anything. I'm just looking. So we walk in the elevator and um, like the door shut and I'm looking around. Everyone's like looking at us weird. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Well, I didn't read the sign where it said four per elevator ride Mm -hmm. or you wait until it goes down and you have to come back, you know, Mm -hmm. or you could take, you couldn't even take the stairs because it's only a one way down stairwell. So they don't want people going up the stairwell Uh because drinks and other shit. (laughs) Two drink minimum, by the way. So, um, you get in, um, they sit you down at a table. They don't even give you an option, I don't think, of where you can sit. And uh, they give you a menu. Menu's like, there's like probably 20 things on the menu, maybe. And uh, you can either choose like a bottled beer, craft beer, um, mixed drinks. 
frozen drinks. Um, So I just went with a regular generic beer. Mm -hmm. Some random. She's like, oh, this is our winter special. She's like, tell me if you don't like it. I drank it. I'm like, still don't like it, but I'm going to drink it. So I'm not an asshole. And uh, so I sit down. I'm having it. It's like dark, like really fucking dark beer. Mm -hmm. Not a fan. Um, And my girlfriend got something called a Smurf. So this is like a frozen blue drink. It literally looked like a Smurf. And uh, it tastes just like a regular slushy, but it had alcohol in it. So that was good. But you had to get two drinks. So their mm-hmm. their blended drinks usually are like 7 to 10 bucks a piece. Yeah. Plus two. Yeah. Uh, the gratuity was built in to the oh, price. Okay. So it's an 18% gratuity, which isn't terrible on two drinks. You know, it's not bad. It's like two bucks, maybe. Yeah. So they have to make their cut. These like these waiters and waitresses are like fucking running. Like, dude, they're they're moving. Um, so you sit down. Like I said, the the host gets up. He tells his story. He's laughing about his own tits, and no one else is laughing. We're sitting back, and then the first comedian gets on. Like this guy's funny, um, but again, they're all from California, so they all have that kind of twang. Yeah. And uh, then the headliner gets on. This mm-hmm. Samuel and. Uh, Oh, but the big guy. This is the the bigger guy. He's the second guy that won. He's probably like six, like six five, six six. Big dude, long ass hair, looks like a lumberjack. <laughs> he gets up there, and this dude's fucking loud, dude. He's like really loud. And um, his biggest joke was that he fucking like, he has like a niece and like a nephew and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he goes over there and babysits him because he's the fucking trashy uncle. And like, dude will get drunk but still babysit the kids and shit like that. And uh, he like fucking tickles his niece, so his niece calls him Uncle Tickle Fingers, dude. And that was that's his fucking nickname, dude. Oh my God. And he's like, it's the fucking worst nickname you could have. But uh, this dude was really funny. And then the last guy gets on. Everything is going fine. The first ten minutes, mm-hmm. you know, he explains himself. He's like, I'm on America's Got Talent. Blah blah blah. This dude's kind of a fucking dick. Um, but he was funny until the hecklers, man. So, oh, there no. were two hecklers in the crowd. Not one, but two, dude. Oh, no. one, one, once one started up... Did they remove him? You'll hear about it in a sec. So, this Samuel dude is telling a joke about how in Wisconsin, like, he's never been to Appleton before. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's really cold here. I'm always nipping, dude. And he's like, something about my nipples are always hard, dude. Then, random outburst from a guy in the back, dude. He's fucking way in the back. You can't even see him. He's screaming at the top of his fucking lungs, nipples, dude. Just randomly, dude. Like, so this dude is going through his comedy show. And, like, um, just randomly, like, every 30 seconds, this dude would scream nipples. You would have thought he had fucking Tourette's, man. So he's screaming. He's like, nipple! Like, in the fucking background. And uh, so he's screaming that, dude. And then, finally, the fucking guy in the front was like, he said something to him. And then he kind of died down. Uh-huh. And then he keeps going on. There's a guy. So there's a stage in front. And to the right of the stage is the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have to walk up to the front of the stage to go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. So you're in the spotlight. You're like, yo, what the fuck? I'm trying uh-huh. to take a shit here. And I'm at the front of the, not the front of the show. Uh-huh. So the, the guy, Samuel is at the front. He's talking. And then there's a guy to his right. Who's sitting there with his wife and like a couple friends. And, uh, the dude starts heckling him. This, this old guy. He's, like, fucking drunk already. He's drunk off his ass, dude. So this, the comedian's going at his jokes, and he's, like, fucking going off, and he's 
saying shit about Wisconsin again. Mm-hmm. You know they got to fucking make fun of us because of our accent. Mm-hmm. You know we don't have an accent, so fuck you all. I don't think we have an accent. No, I don't think we have an accent either. This dude had the weirdest southern ghetto twang accent I've ever heard in my life. It was a mixture between the Midwest, fucking Florida, and the ghetto, all in one. Mm-hmm. His wife was also mixed as well. So I see where, like, the fucking the words come into play here. So this guy... Is making fun of our accents. All of a sudden, the dude on the right starts fucking piping up, dude. He's going off. And uh, he's saying shit to the comedian. And he wouldn't let it go, dude. And the comedian was like, yeah, you're real funny, sir. Whatever. He kept going. Then the guy keeps heckling him again. Finally, dude, this guy stops. In, like, mid-fucking joke. And he goes, are you fucking done, sir? Like, dude, he stops. The whole room gets fucking silent. And he goes, no, I'm just trying to enjoy the show, man. And he's like, well, you're just being, you're basically being an asshole right now. You're disrupting the show. You're ruining the show for everybody. And um, so he's going off at the dude. The whole fucking room is silent. My girlfriend and I are staring at each other like, is this like, is this actually fucking happening here? As I'm raising my glasses, I can't see this shit. But uh, so he stops and bitches this guy out. And then when this, when he's bitching the guy out, the fucking dude in the background is yelling fucking nipples at the same time. So he's, and then, then he's like, well, I see this whole side of the room took the short bus here. And uh, <laughs> so he's fucking going off at him, right? Mm-hmm. And um, then he stops. Everything's fine again. The dude starts piping up again. I couldn't fucking believe it. He would not let it go. Wait, the guy in the back or the guy in the front? Not the nipples, dude. He, he oh, was, guy in the front. Yeah, he was yelling nipples sporadically. It, this was like clockwork at this point. So everyone knew it was fucking coming. And uh, so the guy on the right-hand side of the stage was fucking heckling him again. Mm-hmm. And then, finally, a hostess went up to him and was like, Sir, you need to leave. Like, get the hell out of here, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the dude, like, fucking gets up and leaves, but his wife stays there. Right? And she's on his phone. She's on her phone, like, texting. You see her screen light up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the comedian keeps going, and then he stops. He looks over, and she's on her phone texting. And then he goes, Ma'am? Ma'am? You over there? And he's pointing to her. Mm-hmm. He goes, Ma'am, are you, uh, are you texting him? She's like, are you texting him right now? And she's like, yeah, he's all right. He's fine. And then she got up and fucking left. She just walked out and left. So then he, um, this guy fucking, he's basically going off at the lady, right? So the lady gets up and leaves. She was fine. But like, it wasn't her doing anything. It was the husband. So the husband's fucking going off. And, uh, dude, I can't even explain this. Like they had another couple sitting with them. So they went in as, like, a group. It was, like, a group date, basically, but they didn't want to say it. Mm -hmm. And then um, the other group, he was asking the other group, he's like, are you with them? And the guy goes, I don't even know those people, man. Like, he just fucking throws them under the bus. He's like, I don't don't know any of these fucking people. Uh And, um, but he was obviously with this other girl, and he's like, is this a date? Mm -hmm. He's like, no, we're work work friends. he's like, so it's more than a date? And he's like, no, I'm just here because we're work friends. Mm -hmm. So he's going off at him. And, um, the funniest part about this whole fucking night was the dude that was screaming nipples in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, cause the guy couldn't see, like, in the back where yeah, this dude was sitting. The, lights. Yeah. the fucking nipples dude walks up to the front and goes to the bathroom. But as he's walking up to the front, the main comedian looks over to him and goes, holy shit, you scared the hell out of me. And everyone knew it was the fucking nipples guy, but the comedian, dude. I damn near lost it. I'm like, the comedian didn't know. He was oblivious, dude. Really? Yeah, so the bathroom is at the front. If we ever end up going to this place, the bathroom is at the front of the fucking stage. I think they do this on purpose. 
I, this was, there's no way because the dude seemed really pissed that he was getting kicked out. No, no, no. I'm saying, do you think they put the bathroom by the stage on purpose? So yes. One hundred percent. They one hundred percent did that. I don't know why, but it's the dumbest shit ever. There's also a uh, a brewery in the basement, like down below. There's like a brewery in there. Huh. So it's like a weird restaurant, comedy club mixture, and all this other shit. And then there's like a gift shop. Like, shit makes no sense. So how you get up, you take that little elevator, and then you go down the stairs. Hmm. Yeah, you have to go down the stairs. And I would think it would be the other way around. Like, you go up the stairs, and then you take the elevator down because everyone's fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. But maybe they see, like, spills going down, so they think it's hilarious. And it's, like, faster to get people out. Yeah, maybe. Like, it so like people coming in. They have, yeah. they have like, shows back-to-back, kind of, with, like, an hour in there-ish, but... uh it was kind of weird. Like, the place was very dim lit. There's, like, mm-hmm. one candle per table. You share, like, this little table, and then there's a couple, like, right next to you. But all the chairs are pointing that way. Mm-hmm. So no one's facing you because of COVID and shit. Mm-hmm. Which it does make more sense to have the chairs pointing at the stage and not people facing you. But it was just kind of like a weird assembly line looking thing. And uh, all the comedians were funny until, like, the next day I decided to go and look at their podcast. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Complete garbage. All they talked about were the things they talked about that night. It was like the same stuff. It was like the same stuff throughout their 40-some, like, episode podcast. Mm-hmm. And then um, I watched the uh, the headliner. I watched his America's Got Talent because I wanted to see. I was like, yeah. okay, so he made his, he made his uh, stand-up, you know, after he went on America's Got Talent. So mm-hmm. he... I watched his thing. I don't know if it was on Netflix or YouTube or whatever. And he used a lot of the same jokes he used in our show. Mm. And I was like, you're going to, like, repeat stuff? Like, this was, like, I think this was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you, like, why, you can't come up with any other stuff besides what you had on America's Got Talent? Mm-hmm. And honestly, on America's Got Talent, um, he had Tourette's, by the way. He had Tourette's syndrome. Like, he, like. Oh, I think I know this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, sure. like, twitched yeah, 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 yeah. a little. yeah. yeah, yeah. He had Tourette's syndrome, but he was funny. Like, he was a funny guy, and he added some other stuff, but uh, his segments on America's Got Talent weren't really that funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I, now, mind you, I've seen Kevin Hart live. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw this man live. Kevin Hart is probably the funniest comedian I've ever seen. And uh, watching this kid kind of model, like, he, he modeled his stuff kind of after Kevin, it kind of seems like. Mm-hmm. He used the same intro song. Kevin Hart did like when I saw his Irresponsible tour mm-hmm. he used the same intro song which I was like you can't come up with your own shit like mm-hmm. be original and uh, he used a lot of the same stuff which I found weird mm-hmm. like why would you use the same stuff that people have already seen like what do you you've seen comedians before right yeah I was just about to say so it's interesting is we we run into the same problem so we'll go to a comedy show and what they do on cruise ships is because there's 6,000 people and there's only one comedy club that holds you know a couple hundred people They'll do the same show, but uh, early show and a night show. So there'll be like comedy at eight o'clock, and then there's comedy at like eleven o'clock. And what's so weird is you'll go to the eight o'clock show, and then you're walking around the ship. You're like, well, there's not really a lot to do. Let's go to the eleven o'clock show. It's literally like a carbon copy. Like it's like they're reading off a script in their head. It's they're word for word the, the same, same jokes. That's why we always look for like stand-up comedy. Uh, oh my god comedy comedy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comedy <laughs> <What? laughs> 
<laughs> stand-up yeah. comedy. No, but that's why we look for stand-up because they do it in the moment. And, like, we experienced this firsthand. Rodney Lane. If you have not heard of this man. No, I've never heard of him. We, he's a native of Chicago. Good or bad? He was amazing. Oh, he my God. He was funny? Yeah, and he was on, uh, what was it? The Norwegian Getaway. It was... That was the name of the cruise ship? Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you look him up, it's Rodney Lane. He is super, super funny. And all he did was make fun of people on the ship. So his whole comedy skit was making fun of people on our current cruise. So he had, he had material for every single minute of that day, probably. Every, people wanted him to do an encore. And what was funny is because we, like the second he started talking, people were laughing. Cause if you saw a show on day one, it's completely different than that. Like you could go to a show that evening completely different and he would always end it because people were like stay on stay on he's like when it's time for you to leave work do you want to stay <laughs> so he'd end it like that like every show because it'd always be someone like come on five more minutes he'd be like i'm off the clock <laughs> i'm done, <laughs> I'm done here. but Dude, um he was funny though oh my god i i have to say the one the one joke he always had was on night one remember he's he sees stuff around the ship because you people watch on the ship, and he talked about that. Oh, he's 100%. like, he's like, man, today it was just an easy day for me to come up with comedy. He's like, there are these scooter people, and we're like, what the fuck? And it's people like old people on cruise ships that don't want to walk. They rent like a scooter, like you know, like I do Walmart. that, and I'm not even old. No, 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 but they rent those and they drive around. But Rodney made it's like an inside thing is like, cause they take up a whole elevator. So like if there's someone with a scooter, one scooter, one scooter takes up an 11 person elevator and on a cruise ship, like <laughs> let's just say you walk on the Lido deck, you know, you got to wait for the scooter person to go up and then you got to wait or take the stairs. Do they get first dibs though? Yes. Fuck yes. yes. I'm buying a hold, scooter. No, you have to rent it from the oh, cruise line. But hold on. So he made this joke and he was like, yeah, these damn scooter people. He's like, I don't want to take these stairs, but I'm always waiting on them. Then the next day, he's like, y'all, he started the show. He's like, y'all, I got an update for you. I got cornered by the scooter people. <laughs> he said, he started going I, he's, he's, like, he's like, I don't know which one of y'all told them about our jokes in here. I thought that stayed here. But he's like, here I am at the ice cream machine on the Lido deck. That's like the food deck. They boxed like, his ass and in. He's like, he's like, I was circled. He's like, I step out in my vanilla cone, and he's like, there's three scooter people that got me in like a, like a pyramid or like a triangle. Oh, my God, dude. And he's like, I tried to get away, but then there are scooter people blocked the door, and they were questioning me. <laughs> they were questioning my ass. So that was like the running joke, but no, like he would literally like people watch, or he'd be like, man, up on the pool deck, I saw this big, hairy guy, and this dude was just pounding the cheeseburgers and then people would be like oh yeah we is saw it, him too like is so, it like unlimited food unlimited food unlimited oh food God, unlimited dude. alcohol unlimited everything but no i'm just saying this comedian rodney lane oh my god i still remember him to this day and this was like six years ago really? like yeah dude yeah some comedians are crazy but like the kevin hart irresponsible oh it was literally word for word everything he acted out live that we saw was the netflix version Every single thing, minus the openers and mm. stuff like that, because they only show his segment. Everything was the same. Mm. Even him, like, dying laughing at the end, same. All an act, it's all the fucking same. Now, like, comedians, it's a little different. I feel like it's hard to come up with stuff. And I feel like comedians make up a lot of stuff. Do you believe that, too? Like, they make shit up? Yeah. I feel like they make shit up. Like, no one, and Taylor and I were just talking about this. Like, at mailman underscore poppy, be here soon. 
we were expecting the surprise entrance, but uh, he, uh, we were just talking about like we think that comedians and people like we listen to on podcasts, we think they make shit up mm-hmm. easily. Like no one's life is that entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard, it's hard to say like that for someone like me, because mm-hmm. I live a regular everyday life. I go to an everyday job, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I still do this shit. So I see some funny stuff, but I don't find, like, funny stuff every day, mm-hmm. you know? But for someone who's from, like, YouTube and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they find funny stuff every day. Like, I don't get how it works for them. Yeah. I think it all depends on where you live, too, because these guys live in New York, so I feel like there's a lot... You lived in you lived in Connecticut for a little mm-hmm. bit, so you've been to New York and stuff like that, and... Uh, it's different. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's different. <laughs> it's like, different. So them being from New York, it's a bigger city, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen a lot of crazy stuff, maybe, in your little short time there. How long were you there? Uh, I was there from May until August. Okay, so a decent, a decent span. Yeah, a couple months. Did you see anything out of the ordinary? Did I see anything out of the ordinary? Yeah, like, what, what would you see there that you don't see here? I mean... Like, when you go into New York City, like, when you leave the doors of Grand Central, all you see is, like, tourist buses. I think that was really weird. There was a lot of tourist buses. And everyone's walking around with, like, Gucci, or they all have, like, a Louis Vuitton bag. Like, here, I feel like there's, like, people do have that, but, like, there, it's, like, a must. Like, if you don't have a Louis Vuitton bag, or if you're not wearing a Gucci belt. It's that big. Yeah, like, people are very into fashion, and they're very into, like, oh, I have a house in the Hamptons, or, like, some of the people I worked with, they're like, we're going out on the yacht tonight, you know, so, it's like, yeah, I remember you telling me that Yeah, it's a very different lifestyle, whereas here, I feel like people are more laid back, and I feel like if people are rich here, they don't, like, flex, or there, if you're not rich, then they see you as, like, very low, low. like, they think you're... Not all people, no not all people I met, but like you asked, like what's the biggest difference? I would say that. And then like me going out there from the Midwest, like they could see right through me. Like literally, I remember I was in the office one day, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, you're just so nice." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, I can tell you're from the Midwest." I'm like, what, what does that mean? Like, yeah, well, you've been to Florida a lot, dude. Like fucking people in Florida, assholes. They can't drive. A, they can't, they drive fucking 100 miles an hour. Like, people can't drive in Wisconsin. Doesn't matter. People really can't drive in Florida. In Florida, I'm going 70, right? The Uh speed limit says 70. There's people passing me going to fucking 100. And I'm like, (laughs) so I stop at my girlfriend at the time, like, their family's house. I was like, man, everyone really drives, like, really fast out here. Mm -hmm. I'm going 70 and people are passing me going, like, 80 or 90, maybe 100. Mm -hmm. And he's like... That's how they drive. Like, everyone here drives very fast because the police don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about the speed limit. They only care about the big shit, like mm-hmm. the murderers, the thieves and shit walking around. So they really don't care about... Mm-hmm. The only thing a police officer is going to come out for is if someone runs into someone else. Mm-hmm. It's the only way. But people were passing me going fucking 90 and 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to the people thing, we went... We passed... We went through... We went through Louisville. Mm-hmm. Kentucky? Yes. We went through Louisville and we stopped at a Subway. <clears throat> like Eat Fresh? Yes. Like okay. Subway. Fucking Jared. <laughs> yeah, subway. Yeah, 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 pedophile. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we stop at Subway. And I'm getting the most basic sandwich. Fucking cold cut, whatever. Put lettuce, tomato, mm-hmm. mayo on. Done. Easiest sandwich ever. 
the lady, when I tell you, was a complete fucking bitch. I mean, bitch, dude. She heard my fucking accent right then and there. It must have set her off, dude. Really? And the guy behind her was joining in on it. So I get my sandwich, and, um, like, my girlfriend's going up next, and the guy goes, now what about you? Like, he's looking at her. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, what the fuck? And they were, like, complete assholes about everything. So, like, she'd be like, oh, I want lettuce. The guy would be like, fucking grab lettuce. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, why are you being an asshole? Mm -hmm. All because we are from fucking the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Isn't that fucking crazy? Like, people, for some reason, do not like us. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't don't know. I feel like we're the nice, one of the nicest states out there. Easily. Someone fucking Google this and get back to me. We have to be the nicest state out there. One of, like... uh, One of. Like, what could beat us? Fucking Maine? I don't know. Or fucking Montana? Like, who... I don't even know. How do you determine, like, what's a nice state? Well, you've seen how people act in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, people aren't the nicest in Florida at all, either. Like, they're not friendly. Yeah. They're not very friendly. I feel like we're a very friendly state. What's the term? Is it Midwest nice or is it Wisconsin nice? Because... I think it's Wisconsin nice. It's not Midwest nice. It's fucking Wisconsin nice. Uh Uh-huh. But then you go from Wisconsin to, like, Chicago or Illinois. Mm -hmm. There's a big-ass difference. Really? Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, anyways, uh, we should probably get to our ads real quick here. That pretty much wraps up our episode for this week. This is end of season one, so I might take a break in between episodes. I might not. Thank you, Frank the Tang, for coming back on this show. And uh, y'all can go ahead and follow me, Spill the Tea, at RadioPublic.com, Breaker App, Anchor App, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and last but not least, iHeartRadio. And you can also go ahead and follow my Patreon at CupOT. That is Patreon.com slash CupOT, C-U-P-O-T-E-A. And I will see y'all next Tuesday at 5 a.m. Peace.